0: welcome everybody to another live and amplified livecast i am sitting here today in stellar coffee and we have some very special guests all the way from phoenix we have the blue rose revival how you guys doing today
1: good how you doing
0: doing fantastic um before we get started we do have a couple sponsors i'd like to run through i'd like to thank uh zen sports stellar coffee company where we're recording and They always provide us with great coffee, so if you're ever in Roswell, come check them out. And then we also like to thank uh, The Liberty. They're uh, they're another local venue that brings in music and great talent and helps support the independent music scene. Um, And we have another special guest, uh, Brady Chambers. Hi. (laughs) Sitting in for our engineer, Jeff Cabana. Um, So- He's still here, though. What's up? He's still here, though. Yeah, he's still here in spirit. Oh, uh, so let's jump right into the questions. Uh, usually what we do is we just talk shop music, no politics, no religion, try and keep it about the music. Real PC.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: I wasn't going to say PC because I hate that term, but yeah. Term. yeah, it is not a good term. So we're sitting here today with the Blue Rose Revival. First question I have to ask is how did you come up with that name? You want
2: me to go? Yeah. (laughs) Hold your mic
1: close. So, uh, my middle name is Blue. Her middle name is Rose. And uh, we really like CCR. So, we just tacked to Revival on doing in there.
0: (laughs) I have a love hate relationship with CCR because the first and only car accident I was ever into was us to a CCR album. I was listening to it and I got into a car wreck. So, (laughs) yeah. I, (laughs) I have a love hate relationship with CCR right now. But, you know, Eddie, who's it? So we are sitting here today with Emily and Tucker, and you guys are currently in Phoenix, correct?
1: Um, well, we've oh. actually transitioned from Phoenix. Okay. We were, we were living in Phoenix for a while uh, and came down from Canada. Okay. And uh, basically that was, that was because uh, Emily is Canadian, so to process her in, we had to kind of sit in one
0: spot for a while, and yeah. we had some connections in Phoenix, so yeah. it just made sense. Cool. Um, so how did you come down from Canada or wh- what sparked that movement
2: I do not I d I don't I don't know which story to tell, tell about the, uh, it. The tell, good one. Yeah, tell the, the good, good one. one? The good yeah. one. The, pl- the PC one? No. Mm-hmm. Just the one. Tell, <laughs> tell the real one. Be you know, real. the real one. story. <laughs> the real story. Um Well, so tucker and i met when i had just turned 19 and i ended up flying down to houston to um, visit him that's where he was stationed out of and after six months we ended he ended up getting laid off from his job so we went up to canada and then stuff happened there we went to hawaii that's where we got married and then we came back to canada and then we just kind of ran into challenge after challenge in canada um tucker never got fully processed. So you can take the story from here, sir. <laughs> this is the good part.
1: So I, uh, I was in Canada. We were ready to drive out of Vancouver into Seattle across the border in a timely manner. Mm-hmm. And it turns out I left my passport on the other side of the Rockies in Calgary. Okay. So uh, that was a challenge, and we only had a couple of days. Um, so we we're like, OK, we're just going to fly under the radar. We'll get through this. You know, we just, we'll just Tell scooch them the out of Alberta. Part, and they won't even notice. What an important part.
2: Because you were expired.
1: Oh yeah, so the, the part was that we were going to go to Alberta, but I was just going to keep it under the radar because my, my visa was expiring. so mm-hmm. we'll, we'll just sneak out, they won't even notice.: sure. Of course, she has a friend that flies in from England and he puts my name on that he's, I'm picking him up, and then they run my name, and we are like, no, So I ended up getting kicked out of like the most peaceful country, probably in the world, <laughs> and I'm not kidding. They, they say they kicked me out because they had to, okay. They said they gave me a one year excursion, which is they said the equivalent of a traffic ticket. So it's not something permanent, but I can't come back for a year. And they said um the last thing they
0: said was in great Canadian fashion, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kid you not. <laughs> so um what or uh, how did you end up in Phoenix? Like-
1: so we were planning on uh kind of migrating down to the States to push our music that yeah. was we'd had that conversation and Canada treated us well but we felt like the market in the USA is where we wanted to really put our money and um, so that whole Canadian experience just kind of rushed that process um, and I think that did make Phoenix a better option because we had uh, like the best man of our wedding lives there so mm-hmm. and we basically had family there in right. other words we could just go straight down just a straight shot um, and
0: it, uh, they, it was a good option at the time nice that's it's always good um how, what, what was kind of like the timeline? How long have you been in the States? You probably know that better than me.
2: So March 27th of 2015. Exact okay. date. Nice. Yeah. yeah. He's okay. good at that. <laughs> that was so his guys deadline. So you have
0: been here about a year and a half, a little yeah, over? Yeah, a day. How's the uh, music scene been treating you since? I, I would say
1: Arizona was a little rough. Um, we We had some stints in, uh, Las Vegas that was pretty fun. And we made great connections in Arizona. Like we had a, it is kind of a give and take, like the industry wasn't, uh, very well off in Arizona Mm -hmm. that we found. Um, but because of that, there was, um, one studio in particular that was seeking talent, you know, so they were kind of leveraging that they have a studio, uh, to bring talent to their studio. So we kind of got a good deal out of it. So it's, Give and take, but in regards to performing, I would say it was a little hard to find good paying gigs. Yeah,
0: that, yeah. that's the issue with every. Exactly. <laughs> <we> are, is, <laughs> is trying to find the paying gigs. Yeah, um, and I'm assuming you guys played music while you were in Canada and stuff. Yes. Uh, yeah. What was the music scene like there?
2: um I would say it was a lot easier for us up mm-hmm. there, and the main reason I would think is just because it's a lower population, <laughs> so that it's just different it's yeah sure. so actually compared shows. to down here once we got here we had to kind of relearn the groove a little bit because it was a bit different mm-hmm. um we managed to play all around like the west coast vancouver island and did a tour all the way back to calgary so that was really awesome and it,
1: it wasn't that difficult to manage we made connections with a booking uh agent fairly easily mm-hmm. got in the door and i would even say um from our observations it was it was kind of nice because the population is smaller, mm-hmm. they, but they have tons of festivals, yeah. and it's consolidated into like two and a half months because yeah. that's all you get in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> really, you know, yeah, so two and a half months. months or else it's gonna. Start. Yeah, exactly. So it is kind of. But it was a nice
2: ironically, our tour was during the winter. Yeah, yeah. We played so. some ski resorts. It was
1: fun. Nice. But, yeah. it's traveling hard up there during the winter? It can be. Yeah, if you don't know what you're doing, a lot of people will think they can go up there treating it like um, like black ice or something, okay. and like snow and then people that know snow up there know nothing about black ice for yeah. example so it, it, you got to Well cuz sure. you guys get or
0: they we get whiteout conditions up yeah. The, yeah. yeah
1: yeah yeah you're you've got a wall on each side yeah. you know? where yeah.
2: i'm from it gets colder than negative 40
0: yeah oh wow yeah. yeah and i just heard your accent come out that was kind of cool <laughs> <laughs> i'm very good at picking up the accents it's um so it's i was talent. what's up it's this hidden talent yeah i guess so <laughs> if, if we want to call it a talent um so uh i want to get to the cd you guys did you has it been released i was watching your patreon video
2: um yes it was released on september 22nd 2016 okay yeah all right
0: so i want to get to that but we want to take a step back into what got you into music and stuff like that so um we'll start with tucker um Go ahead and kind of tell us your background in music, what you got you started. Um, Well, from the gist, I started with violin. I was was like, I think maybe five or
1: six. My mom, she always always said she liked Mozart and I got to choose what instrument I wanted. So I chose that. And uh, I more so fell in love with music than I did the violin. And around uh, 16 or 17 dropped that, but I went two years without music and it was just the most miserable, depressing time of my life. Yeah. My cousin left his guitar at my place for a few years and I finally picked it up at like 18 or 19. Um, I started playing for a few years. but I was a closeted guitarist and uh, starting to sing a little, but yeah. nobody heard it. She, she came into the scene, um, kind of destroyed that whole uh, scared to sing in front of people thing, got through that. And, um, I would say what ended up making me transition from, uh, any other career options to, you know, pushing everything into music was, um, busking and just perform, really mastering my music. Mm-hmm. And I think busking had a big part for me. Yeah. And, um, by the time I was done busking, everything was so refined and then it would affect people in certain ways. And when you yeah. feel that you just, you can't go back, especially yeah. when you get paid for it. There's, there's nothing like it.
0: Yeah. Oh, Emily. Yeah.
2: We'll. Um, so when I was five years old, I went into this talent show and I had been practicing the Little Mermaid song for like months and I got on stage and I sang it and I was like, this is it. I'm going to be a singer. And then at the end of the talent show, nothing happened. And I was like, well, that's, that's weird. I thought it was, (laughs) this was just going to be my career now. So then I kind of just went downhill from there. Um, I've played a lot of different kinds of instruments. I started on the pentatonic flute when I was six. I played the clarinet and tenor saxophone when I was 13. I was singing in choirs the whole time. And then I played French horn in high school. And I went on a youth exchange for one year to Brazil. And then that's when my um, singer-songwriter style really came out, because everybody was always just like, play, play, sing. And I was playing guitar and singing at that time. So. That's really when I decided it's what I wanted to do and I came back from Brazil and instead of going into university I started to push music and then some guy <laughs> commented on my YouTube and that was Tucker. That Tucker and that's yeah. how we met.
0: Nice. That's we aw- met through YouTube. Yeah. 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 That's, cool. that's awesome. I love that story. We we
1: make a joke. She was a suggested wife because I was looking for like guitar covers and she covered a song and And then her video was suggested. So I say Uh, (laughs) YouTube suggested my wife. That's (laughs) awesome.
0: So um, who are some of your influences? And we'll start with Emily and we'll work back towards Tucker.
2: So I've I've got very eclectic taste because I grew up in the Midwest of Canada. So one of my first exposures was to country music. some of my early on in influences were actually local um I'm a, a singer named paul brandt i don't know if uh, you've heard of him no. um and i also really love Joni mitchell and her songwriting style um i love the beatles the arctic monkeys florence and the machine cheryl crow yeah
0: nice that's
2: that's
0: a nice wide array of artists to th- Eden. We'll <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, I would say for me we we
1: share quite a few interests every everyone she listed I like as well, but i th- I think I tend to get addicted to um musicians that try to really deliver a strong message, so um like nako, I don't know if you've heard of him or uh, a lot of Jack Johnson stuff can really resonate mm-hmm. um i th- I'd say like the writing is where I get addicted to a musician yeah the Most so, anyone that whether it be like a, a I'm kind of song particular too, okay. I don't really subscribe to the magi- <laughs> musician as much as I do like yeah. a few of their tracks, so like a couple of Bob Dylan's, but then like yeah, oh. some other ones I won't even pay yeah. attention to. And
2: Avril Lavigne was a huge influence for me growing up because she's Canadian, so oh, she yeah. was all oh, the Canadian, the yeah. they're crazy
1: <laughs> about their musicians, they can name every single one of yeah. their stars, and it's like
0: that's funny. yeah. So, how about uh, for the group together like do you have any influences that you draw from for your creative process
1: i'd say the uh, civil wars was a Mm. pretty nice one yeah we we liked at first we didn't
2: know of them until Mm -hmm. people kept like saying you should listen to them and then we were like hey they kind of do a similar process that we do so we kind of admired them and like learned from them a bit
1: yeah yeah so i'd say i say like any duets in general uh, the lumineers is a good one too just they're bright acoustic um because we we tend to try and take uh songs from bands like the Lumineers and turn them into duets uh, yeah, duet yeah. pieces and stuff so anything kind of like that and there's this really cool band called glee wood
0: too yeah <laughs> yeah we Gleewood's good i, yeah. I enjoy Go their stuff here. <laughs> um so do you is it you guys are are you on a tour right now or are you just kind of doing spot shows or
1: uh, so right now we're we're spot shows and we're planning a tour. Okay, um, so we've we've got some stuff we're trying to line up uh, I'd say the definitive tours will probably be in uh, February. That's what we're we're trying to line up now
2: Another winter tour yeah, yeah, another another one. We and do everything w- backwards.
1: We're we're trying to we're it, we're in the works cool. for uh, like any festivals or anything yeah. like that. We can get in the summer too. So as long um, as you
0: stay south during the winter, you're cool. Exactly, <laughs> so. exactly. Well, and she she
1: we're just not landed that, her green card recently, so that's why we're finally on our feet running. You know, it's kind yeah, of a really fresh start here. A green card means something different. different. And in Canada, no kidding. What's up?
0: What? What? Okay, we're not getting into that one but okay um so you uh Tucker you said that you were Emily was suggested to you through YouTube yeah. how did like was it how did that like how that happen hint. like moving forward from that how did you guys continue to interact and then you know, eventually form the um
1: i well put it in like a simple terms it was a big challenge okay Uh, i was living in houston at the time she was living in calgary canada okay um and basically i would send her a message on youtube saying hey i really like your stuff we started talking and then you know like-minded just turned into phone calls and skype and uh ended up meeting in la basically falling in love Oh, she, well, and that's, I was, I was pretty lucky because she had a ticket way in advance to yeah. LA for like this convention. And so we'd been Skyping for like two months and I was like, Hey, if it's not too creepy, I'll buy a ticket, fly it to LA and we'll have our first date. And then we, we connected immediately.
2: Well, I thought that he hated me. I was like, wow. I'm like, this is the most expensive date ever <laughs> and it's going terribly. <laughs> well, because he Fair was enough. so shy, I couldn't yeah, tell. I was, I was not,
1: I, I was not like, uh,
2: he was the Tennessee boy. Days. Yeah. yeah. It like well, it's like,
1: it's not, it wasn't as much confidence. It was more as, uh, I think, just lack of experience. Like, I didn't uh, date much in high school at all, actually. Plus, it was, there was
2: a lot of pressure. Yeah. yeah. We met in an airport. And then we <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> how do you go? Yeah. Where do you go from here? It was like, like a movie yeah. meeting.
1: Buy you some crackers.
0: Yeah. So, you where know. in uh, Tennessee did you grow up?
1: I, I grew up um, in Maryville and Knoxville, later okay. years in Knoxville. Okay. So, the east side of Tennessee.
0: Cool. All right. I used to hand vacation hand. in like the western part of Tennessee, um, oh. Paris, Tennessee. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Is we that used to,
1: like Paris, Texas.
0: Yeah, like where we used to where we used to vacation had this uh, like little Eiffel Tower thing in. Oh, okay. It was like this is really <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. Like, there's no reason for this to be here. You share a name, but other than that, <laughs> th- there's no know. point. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm vaguely familiar with uh. Tennessee but yeah, yeah Knoxville is a cool town I I enjoy it
1: Yeah yeah it's a college town Yeah I yeah. tell people to sum it up it it has I think 3 or 400,000 people but its football stadium holds 110,000 Yeah so it kind of gives you the personality <laughs> but oh yeah and in, in regards to our music it, it took a while for us to actually start yeah. rolling at first duet.
2: i was very much a solo act yeah. Yeah. but then i would go to potential gigs and tucker would tag along and they'd look and they'd be like does he sing and i'm like yeah and they're like do do you sing together i'm like yeah but not like together together and then trying Basically, to get him to practice <laughs> was. was another story <laughs> Yeah. So it wasn't until we went to Hawaii where we actually started performing mm-hmm. together, okay. and then that's when, like, Blue Rose was formed. We sang at a bunch of open mics. There's a prominent one called On King that's in Chinatown, okay. and then we also sang at the Yacht Club yeah. on the Ala Harbor. That was our Harbor. first gig, actually. Because we lived on a boat there for, like, okay. three yeah. months. Yeah. Okay. So we had some
1: connections, and they were just like, yeah, come up and play. And then I had that feeling for the first time, and I was like, okay, yeah. I think this is what I want to do.
0: What's the, um, what was the music scene like out in Hawaii?
1: It's pretty cool. I would say it's, it's really, really alive. Um, I'd say it's. Really
2: community oriented. It is
1: community oriented, but it's pretty tight knit uh, Mm. when it comes to making money at a venue. So like, I mean, it's an island, so there's only so many places. They're not like a new restaurant every week or something, you know. So once you're in a gig, they hold on to it like. Like there's no it's tomorrow, to and
0: like a gig, uh, paying gig is gold.
1: Yeah. So you have to be at the point as a musician where you can step on like circuits. I yeah. think to really but make it. We're there.
2: we're gonna go back and we're gonna play at Fleetwood's on Maui. Oh
1: yeah, nice. That was the, <laughs> the promise. Because we, 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 def- we met uh, Mick Fleetwood. Fleetwood
2: right after we got married, and we made him sign our guitar. Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: cool. We said we'd play him for him. Yeah. Arrogance <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> <arrogant>. <laughs> 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 <That's> a joke. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So um you guys your cd just released. How's that been? How's that experience been?
1: I I think it's been really cool. Um
2: It's been very um relieving, I guess. Yeah. Cuz they go for so finally long and finally have like something out that's yeah. like a kind of I would its say own piece. I would
1: say that's that's it's part of uh some of the big lessons we learned to where we we finally get the important parts of running a music business Mm because you know there's two words in there music and business and and you have to you have to be skilled at both and that was something i don't think we'd fully adopted into our belief systems at canada or just our knowledge base yeah and what we learned up there we kind of brought down here and finally having an album a product to push and then really getting serious about the website and Mm -hmm. drawing traffic and um, it it's been fun. It's been challenging, but it it does feel a lot better and to see that solid product.
2: It kind of, for me, it just makes me feel ambitious to make another one. Yeah. yeah. That uh, that's evolved.
0: And so I take this, take it. This was the first time either one of you have recorded anything, or for the most part,
1: she'd done a lot of. No. Oh well, we did do uh, Costa Rica. So we had a single. That we recorded uh, while we were in Costa Rica.
2: It's the first track on the album. Yeah, it's the first
1: track on the album. Mm-hmm. And then the rest is basically live off the floor tracks. Yeah. Okay. Um,
0: so.
2: And then I had recorded a bunch of demos in Canada before I met Tucker. Okay. And Yeah, so. Cool.
0: Uh, what was the creative process kind of like when you uh, were sitting down like, okay, we want to record this CD? What was your process like?
2: We wanted to keep it as organic to us that we Mm. possibly could, and the person who we were working with, his name is Ray Mm -hmm. of Stirred Up Records, and he was totally on board with that. And he connected with us um, because he had spent time in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And so he totally understood that kind of bare bones, kind of live off the land kind of mentality that we kind of wanted to push with our Mm album. So we wanted to capture the live off the floor feel. Um, that you can get when you 're watching well, us perform and
1: we 'd had some i don 't want to say failures it 's always trial and error right mm-hmm. so but we we'd tried recording some things and um, when we would like partition the parts out so like do guitar and then do vocals, it was really uncomfortable for us and we realized that's a that 's a practice in its own like that 's yeah. something we 're going to have to hone um, and then everyone would be like honestly your live performance is like we just want to hear that like mm-hmm. you know so that 's where we, we found this connection with the studio and and they had a really good studio, good space, and, and I feel like they really captured our And
2: that's that's where Civil Wars inspired us because yes. they did okay. a lot just analog live off the floor.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Nice. Nice. Um and what's the uh, response been like of the people that have listened to the
2: The response the response has been kind of varied. Um
0: I'd say overall, people, good. Some overall,
2: people, good. The people that haven't been to, like, a lot of our performances tend to really like it. But, like, some of our super fans, because <laughs> they've been to, like, most of our shows, mm-hmm. they're like...
1: I think they oh, just want more and more Yeah, and more they want comedy. more. So <laughs> they're, they're, like,
2: they're like, this, you know, but this other time you played it was better or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, but that's not the same time. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. so But it, that's. I think that's a, a crucial part to any business is having, like, that... Um, like streamlined like feedback you know mm-hmm. so these these people are really dedicated to making sure we are always improving our there's some
0: of our and, good friends yeah their, so yeah that's always good to have a really dedicated fan base exactly mm-hmm. yeah. is that are that's willing to tell you well this recording's good but i like the way you do. yeah yeah exactly that's always yeah really nice so, so exactly it adds so. to the next recording so
2: so i just kind of i see the album as like a time capsule mm-hmm. and then i just see like it's like a springboard and anything we do off of that is just adding to it, yeah. you know, uh-huh.
0: so. Yeah. So um, how did you kind of decide what songs you were going to put on this album? I think I think we'd
1: um, we'd narrowed down some of our favorites. And then honestly, I think it came down to time constraints, really, because we were we were wanting to get out of Phoenix. And we were like, well, how many songs can we fit in? We were trying to the beat days the we heat. have in the studio. <laughs>
2: We were trying to get out before it got yeah, too hot. That's really it. That's what
1: we do. We I don't know if you know we travel in the R in an R V. Yeah. So we pretty much try to run away from the cold. The big, cold. D, that, the big D, yeah. The yeah. <laughs> big D, the Also big known
2: as Turtle Island. Turtle, Turtle Island,
1: Island, yeah. And um cool. But yeah, we we had it was kinda crunch time with the studio space. Um, so it, mostly because of us, we were trying to get out of there. So mm-hmm. we were There's like, "There's
2: only two or three days that we recorded. Yeah, I think we
1: knocked out in three days and we were, we were trying to get like you know, then, three or four songs a day kind yeah. of thing.
2: And then one of the tracks we actually recorded in Albuquerque in our RV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the let it speak track. Okay. And then another one we recorded in a, in a house that we were living in, in Peoria. Mm-hmm.
0: I got a question. Sure. Is your
1: album available on like Spotify
2: or
0: something like that?
2: Yeah, it's available on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, basically all anywhere. All it's called Phoenix. Phoenix. So if you just typed in Blue Rose Revival Phoenix, mm-hmm. it would come up. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason we called it Phoenix was, we, well, the we recorded it yeah. in Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it just kind of felt like the name was we, fitting. We
1: travel so much too. We'd kind of talked about it. It was like as we travel, we write songs. Like, for example, one of our newest songs is called Albuquerque. Okay. You know, because we spent some time in Albuquerque. So it's yeah. like, that's going to be on the next title. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm sure the the title of our album will have something to do with our journey, you yeah. know, so far. So, so th-
0: you guys are no longer in Phoenix. Where are you guys? Hmm. Uh,
1: right now, we're stationed out of Albuquerque, but okay. we're going to be heading uh, to Tennessee pretty soon. Okay. So yeah. by Christmas. So we're, and then we're going to, after that, we'll be down in Houston. But Uh, yeah, we're gonna be kind of you're gonna take the nomadic. Yes. Yeah, but it gets
2: so confusing that it's like, because we're not fully yeah. (laughs) So it's just like well, somewhere between Canada and the states. We're just gypsies. (laughs) That's what we go. Hey,
0: that's that's the best way to go sometimes. Yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. Um. So we know you got a show coming up here in Stellar Coffee here in like what a half hour or something like that. Mm -hmm. Twenty minutes, I think. Twenty minutes. Um. Have you guys ever played in Roswell or? No
1: We've never even been here So And we're
2: I've wanted to come here My entire life <laughs> Really? Live, well yeah Living in Canada Like Wait do you hear Ros- Roswell? Yeah you do Wait, A what? lot
0: Really? Actually yeah. yeah Roswell does have a big we're International famous? pool yeah, Because international of the aliens yeah. yeah like but The right? aliens that didn't crash here Yeah <laughs> <laughs> so. I, I would
2: beg to differ I'd say I've met do, some do pretty believe? Interesting people Since I've been in New oh. Mexico oh <laughs> 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 I'm kidding <laughs> but i'm 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 an alien technically i have an alien number so yeah yeah it's called an alien you're legal though i'm legal she's a green i didn't illegally crash here so that's (laughs) good (laughs) that's awesome
0: so uh what what excites you most about playing in roswell in our nice little town here
1: um it well i i think we're always excited about the energy of a new town because it's like the best part about touring and and playing outside your home hometowns or home cities is uh you'll be somewhere you just you didn't expect it you would think oh these these people are only going to want country music or something you know and then you come out with your folk rock and they're just all about it and we we've had experiences like that in Canada, so I think that's kind of what we live for now is just seeing what the the energy of the people is like
2: and I could be wrong but I feel like Roswell has kind of a quirky energy, Yeah. and I, yeah, I I'm quite I quirky, so I'm excited for that. And yeah, and I'm also excited to be playing alongside Captain Kloss because oh, yeah. he seems Klaus pretty cool. Yeah, he's <laughs> pretty chill. So. Yeah,
0: you guys will have a nice full crowd in there because the Christmas light parade thing yeah. is going on right mm. now. And so there's a bunch of people up front. I don't awesome. know if you saw that when no, you I picked walked in. Yeah, really really good day. Yeah, yeah. it'll be Parking a good day up. for you. So, as we kind of wrap up here, this is a question we ask everybody: Why music? But, um, mm. Dun dun dun. I would, would. Do you have an
1: answer?
2: Well, I also wanted to mention because I almost forgot—it's also our four-year wedding anniversary oh. Oh, yeah. today. today.
0: Oh, well, happy yeah. anniversary! Yeah. We should have wed with that
2: one. <laughs> <laughs> I just almost question. forgot. And and Glee Woods. Anniversary is tomorrow. Oh, really? So that's kind of just random. Do you guys,
0: do you guys play with Gleewood a lot or since you've been in New Mexico? or
2: We've only met up with them um, one time and we watched them perform, okay. but oh. hopefully collaborations are on the horizon. Yeah. yeah. just hope. We've been but shooting
1: emails back and forth, so we'll see. But
2: to answer your question, um, oh, do you have another one? No. Okay. Yeah. No, <laughs> to answer your question of why music, I would kind of tell people like, it's I kind of picked music, but at the same time, it feels like music kind of picked me and slash us like right now. It's picking me. No, kidding. <laughs> so it it's I, I think it's an amazing like medium for expression and for being able to it's like it's like the language of emotion mm-hmm. and. I really love how I can change the energy and the emotion of a room, or convey a message clearly through music. So that's why I really love it. Is because it's it's a way to give like truth, like a voice, you know, Mm -hmm. and just be really honest about experiences and that type of thing. Like a language where you can't tell lies. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I
1: I think quotes (laughs) from Brady. I think I think for me. Um, it, it's just, it's just served me so well in life lessons. Um, whether it be, you know, getting through the ego or whatever, it's, um, like I always say, there's no such thing as a starving musician, only a starving ego. Mm-hmm. And it's because if you pick up that guitar and go outside and play, someone's going to give you money. Yeah. And they're going to eat, you know, yeah, yeah. I don't care who you are, or how you sound. Yeah. It's going to,
0: yeah, they're, they're going to drop something. Exactly.
1: And, and I've, I've been humbled by those kind of scenarios. And I, I think, uh, with music, it's, like i i would have to say it's the it's, it's got to be the oldest profession because i feel like we don't know where it, it came from it's mm-hmm. it's as long as we can make sounds it's been there and um the power of giving and receiving and learning the balance it, of that is is remarkable
2: yeah and like music is a great thing to experience alone but the beauty yeah. of it is when yeah. you share it with others mm-hmm. and like well, the, that's why i love performing with tucker because it's like we share exactly. our life together and then we share Love and music, and it's like the baby of our music. And I think think
1: music tends to—I've noticed a a similarity with musicians that really go deep in their music. They—they tend to recognize the receiving part of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Once they once they're fully invested, it's because they've adopted the receiving, at least from what I can tell, and for myself. Um, because we go through life being told, you know, give, 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 and mm-hmm. we're told that's it's difficult. You know, when you, you um, I was going to say go to church give, but well, you know, yeah, no there <laughs> <laughs> But you know, if you see someone in help you give. And frankly, I've come to learn I think that's the easy part. Mm-hmm. You know, and when I've really dug deep, I, I think receiving is the difficult part that we're not taught. We're 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 really not taught to do that. And music, to to fully embody your music and your poetry, you have to be willing to truly receive it. Um, when you go out there, like busking, and you're just playing or stuff, you you can't close your eyes. You got to be willing to see what these people are gonna give back to you, yeah. and have to receive that and feed off
0: of it.
2: Good answer. Yeah, very good <laughs> answer.
0: Very good answer. So uh, you mentioned that you're gonna move mosey your way out to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what's kind of next for the for the group? Wait, Is wha- your next album gonna be called Tennessee?
1: maybe yeah. it's gonna be
2: called you're the only 10 I see <laughs> oh. Oh. I only learned that since I met Tucker <laughs> I guess. um
1: uh, well we're yeah we're definitely heading out to Tennessee um a lot of that has to do with my family out there too so mm-hmm. we're but uh, there's
2: also a good music yeah there's there. a great yeah, music, scene.
1: music <laughs> scene we have a lot of logistics work we're we're trying to knock out and mm-hmm. um it's nice to do that in your family yeah and then um I think when we when we start our our touring, we're aiming for the East Coast. Uh, we're probably going to start in Houston, like I said. We're we're going to be aiming for um, February, March. Okay. So and
0: then an album as soon as we can record it. So sweet, yeah, sweet. Um, so uh, we're going to kind of wrap this up because we know you got to get ready and set up and all that fun stuff. Uh, where can people find you online if they want to? They're on Spotify. Yeah. Yeah,
1: we're we're on Spotify. We've uh, we've got all. All the, the sites. You've got Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever you like to use. Mm-hmm. Choose your poison. Uh, website Blue Rose Revival, uh, Revival.com. Um, Are there hyphens No, no, nope, re- nope. mm-hmm. just one word: blueroserevival.com, and from there you can get to everything too. So we got all the and social.
2: Like things. our Facebook page if you <laughs> want. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's a good way to support like us. It yeah. if You
0: don't want either.
2: Yeah, you know. just just do but it. venue you,
1: when you're booking a venue, that's one of the first things they look at is how many likes you got. So you yeah. know, yeah. That, I tell people if they don't have money, just like the fa- donate the data is what yeah. I say on your phone. Donate the data, give us a like, donate and you've phone. done, I'm done your part.
0: Pretty sure I like the Facebook page. I, I'm uh, like gonna <laughs> hold it now. I think I'm you almost, did Yeah, I'm almost positive I had to have Just send you a message I think that's how Facebook works anymore <laughs> Is that how Facebook
1: works? You have to like no, the if you want to before see you.
0: It. Yeah if you want them To see oh. it Or else it'll get thrown Into some weird Spam folder and Really? Don't oh, ever I see it, it and, oh. yeah. Now I want
1: to check Our spam folder
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Me too it, it, It's a lost Lost hole Of depression Oh Yeah it, Tom lives in the spam folder. Kind of like <laughs> <a> nut- <laughs> 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 That's So Alright um, well, we're going to wrap it up here. Well, hopefully, we have a good crowd for you here tonight. I know Roswell's very interactive. They enjoy good music, so I'm sure you guys won't have a... They like it when you point at them. <laughs> <laughs> they do? Yeah, Duly I
2: pointed at someone last night when I was performing. Where did you guys did play at last night? Um, we played at the... Yeah, yeah they kind of did. Um, we We played at the Holiday Stroll in like... Albuquerque in albuquerque yeah. okay. we, were, core, we were we were amplified in a little gazebo Yeah, it was a really cool end.
1: show they they had this the big gazebo in old town and we they mic'd us up and everything so it was
0: it was pretty fun Sorry. that's that's great i'm glad i'm glad new mexico has been treating you well yeah it has How, um so well, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up and uh hopefully uh, look forward to listening to you i've listened to some of your stuff on youtube it's so I'm list- interested to see what you guys do live. Um, and so we're going to call that for today. Uh, thank you, everybody, for coming out and listening to us. Uh, make sure you check us out on liveandamplified.net. Find us on Facebook, Live and Twitter, Live and Amplify 1. Wait, there's already a Live and Amplified Twitter? Yes. Oh. Yes, there's a Live and Twitter. I was like, oh, you. you, you, you <laughs> so there's a 1 in the eye yeah, instead there, of an I in Amplified. Yeah, okay. pretty much. Um, and uh, thank you again to our sponsors uh, Zen Sports, uh, Stellar Coffee Company, and The Liberty. And we will see you guys next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.